Hello, family of grace. Welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alad. Wonder chapter edition, and today's wonder chapter is Genesis chapter 46. And as usual, let's start off with a word of prayer. Much love, God. And thank you for this wonderful day. And thank you for the gift of life. And thank you for the gift of provision and all that. And thank you for always being there with us. May you send in your Holy Spirit to come and guide us. May you open our hearts and may you always be there to direct us where we have gone wrong or offended you, Father Almighty. May you forgive us and we pray that you may listen to us and you may be there for us. Pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name. That of the Son, Jesus Christ, strengthens us. Amen. So today, it's actually the last day we're going to be looking at at the book of Genesis and we have a small message from Genesis chapter 46 it will be our last one the chapter from Genesis this year as usual let us start by reading it off Jacob goes to Egypt so Israel set out with all that was his and when he reached Beersheba he offered sacrifices to the Lord the God of his father Isaac and God spoke to Israel in a vision at night and said, Jacob, Jacob, here I am, he replied. I am called the God of your father, he said. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you into a great nation there. I will go down to Egypt with you, and I will surely bring you back again. And Jesus' own hand will close your eyes. Then Jacob left Beersheba. And Israel's son took their father Jacob and their children and their wives into the carts that the Pharaoh had sent to transport them. So Jacob and all his offspring went to Egypt, taking with them their livestock and possessions they had acquired in Canaan. Jacob brought with him to Egypt his sons and grandsons and his daughters and granddaughters, all his offspring. These are the names of the sons of Israel, Jacob and his descendants who went to Egypt. Reuben, the firstborn of Jacob, the sons of Reuben, Hanok, Palu, Hezron, and Kami, the sons of Simeon, Jamil, Jamin, Ohad, Jakin, Zohar, and Shaul, the son of a Canaanite woman, the sons of Levi, Geshon, Kohath, and Merari, the sons of Judah, Er, Onan, Shelah, Perez, and Zerah. But Er and Onan had died in the land of Cana. The sons of Perez, Hezron, and Hamil, the sons of Isha, Tola, Poa, Jashab, and Shimron, the sons of Zebulun, Sered, Elon, and Jalal. These were the sons Leah born to Jacob in Padan Haram, besides his daughter Dina. These sons and daughters of his were 33 in number. The sons of God, Ziphon, Hagi, Shuni, Esbon, Eri, Arodi, and Areli. The sons of Asher, Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, and Beria. Their sister was Sarah, the sons of Beria. These were the children born to Jacob by Zipla, whom Laban had given to his daughter Leah, sixteen in all. The sons of Jacob's wife Rachel, Joseph and Benjamin, in Egypt, Manasseh 
and Ephraim were born to Joseph by Asene, by Aseneth, daughter of Potipharah, priest of On. The sons of Benjamin, Bela, Beki, Ashbel, Gera, Naman, E, Rosh, Muping, Hooping, and Ad. These were the sons of Rachel who were born to Jacob, 14 in all. The son of Dan, Hashim, the sons of Naphtali, Jezreel, Gani, Jiza, and Shilem. These were the sons born to Jacob by Bil, her, whom Laban had given to his daughter Rachel, seven in all. And all those who went to Egypt with Joseph, with Jacob, those who were with his direct descendants, not counting his son's wives, numbered 66 persons. With the two sons who had been born to Joseph in Egypt, the members of Jacob's family who went to Egypt were 70 in all. Now Jacob sent Judah ahead of him to Joseph to get directions to Goshen. When they arrived in the region of Goshen, Joseph had his chariot made ready and went to Goshen to meet his father Israel. As soon as Joseph appeared before him, he threw his arms around his father and wept for a long time. Israel said to Joseph, Now I am ready to die since I have seen for myself that you are still alive. Then Joseph said to his brother and his father's household, I will go up and speak to the Pharaoh and will say to him, My brothers and my father's household who are living in the land of Canaan have come to me. The men are shepherds, they tend livestock, and they have brought along their flocks and herds and everything they own. When Pharaoh calls you in and asks, What is your occupation? You should answer, your servants have tended livestock from our boyhood on, just as our fathers did. Then you will be allowed to settle in the region of Goshen, for all the shepherds are detestable to the Egyptians. Wow, that was a long chapter, but yes. Wow, so where do we start from? So today now, finally. Israel is going to meet his son. Like that's just the, I think if you have been following this series, eh? by the way, Jacob was his old name. His new name was Israel. Israel is going to meet his son, Joseph. So if you have been following the series, eh? keeping up with the Joseph, we know where Joseph came from, how he was sold by his brothers and all that stuff. Now we are reaching a point where he's going to meet his father again. And until today, I have a very small piece that I want to share with you. It's not big. It's very, very small. And the first lesson that I learned today was from verse 2. And God spoke to Israel in a vision at night and said, Jacob, Jacob, here I am, he replied. Here I am, he replied. Here I am, he replied. He did not be like, who is calling me? Eh? I don't know if you... Eh? Let's not start getting lost in the, at the beginning. Have you ever wondered why Israel didn't be like, who is calling me? Imagine in your house with your siblings, yeah? your parents, everyone, and you're in a deep slumber and they call you, a, B, C, D. 
Can you identify the voice that is calling you? Or you, or you have to like, hmm? you first wake up to see them. Remember, you will not see God. Are you able to identify God's calling? When the Lord calls you, are you able to identify? Are you able to distinguish his voice? Because trust me, I'm very sure so many people are calling you right now. Eh? Some want money, some want what? Some of you are being chased by boys left and right. Some of you by girls left and right, by your exes, by what? Name them. But are you able to distinguish God's voice out of the so many voices calling you? And how fast do you respond? You know, being able to distinguish the voice is one thing. Amen? But how fast can you respond? That's another thing. We see Jacob coming. Here I am. Here I am. Very fast. But some of you, yes, you have distinguished. It's the Lord calling you. You have distinguished his voice. But then, boom. You take time. I'm not ready. You see, I'm not sure. Eh? What? How many times does he have to wait? How many times does he have to wait? And if you continue from verse 3, which is my favorite verse today, I am God, the God of your father, he said, do not be afraid, go down to Egypt, and I will make you into a great nation there. Amen. He acknowledges, see, the Lord comforts us, like that's something that is like a daily bread to it. The Lord will always comfort The Lord knows you. He sees you inside out. He knew Jacob was maybe afraid of something, but he reassured. He's a God of patience. Hmm? You know, some people, they will just get tired, but they'll be like, but yeah, I'm telling you to go and do ABC. You don't want, okay, blah, blah. No, that's not the God that we serve. Because eh? the God that we serve will listen to you. And he will reassure you to not be afraid. I know so many times we want to start up like something, we want to start a new chapter in our life, be it our business, be it our academics, be it spiritualized, name it. But we are always afraid to take that first step. And what is the Lord telling us today? Do not be afraid. Relax. I'm there. I touch you. Relax. Keep calm. Are you ready to accept? Are you ready to allow? Are you going to listen to that voice? Are you going to keep calm? Or are you going to continue being scared? The Lord is saying, do not be afraid. You're like, I'm not afraid, but you are still doubting. You see, people think being afraid is only getting scared, but... No matter where you are, you are not alone. That's something that I want you to pick. And if we continue to verse 4, verse 4, what does it say? 
I will go down to Egypt with you and I will surely bring you back again. And Jesus' own hand will close your eyes. Are you seeing how much God loves you? Amen. You see, most times when our friends, when our family members, name it, come to visit, amen? I don't know, in the African setting here, most times they come from like a distant place. So when they're going back, when time for them comes to go back to their home, we normally push them to a certain place. Hmm? I'm walking my friend to the border border stage. I'm walking my friend to the bus park. Eh? And it's like a sign of love, a sign of thank you for coming. I'm taking you back, a sign of appreciation. And now there's Jesus. I mean, there's a Lord who he does not walk and stop you, stop with you on the way. He walks until where you came from. Amen. And that's how much the Lord loves us. And don't embarrass him. Don't embarrass him. Amen. You won't be asking me how. Don't embarrass him with sin. Because he's always there with you. Distance yourself from sin. Distance yourself. Don't embarrass him. He's next to you. Do you know how embarrassing it is when you're working with someone, eh? When you're working with your young siblings, you're going for a party or something, that they are dressed like Shrek and what? Hmm? For you, you're there in your, I don't know, designer outfits. Then there's someone tagging. Do you know how awkward that is? Do you know how embarrassing that is? And that is what most of us do to the Lord. Amen? That's what most of us do to the Lord. And if you read through, you'll just see today's chapter was just a formation and a reminder that I will be there for you. No matter what you go through, I'll be there for you. And if you see the last, lastly actually, lastly, chapter, verse 34. You should not you should answer your servants have tended livestock from our boyhood on, just as our fathers did, then you'll be allowed to settle in the region of Goshen, for all shepherds are dis- are detestable to the Egyptians. I don't know if it hits you, but when I read that verse, the message that I got was the Lord will make an exception for you the Lord will make an exception for you because clearly here they are being told that Egyptians don't value shepherds they detest them but it's the same person telling them through Jacob that you will live among them They, they will allow you to settle among them are you seeing how beautiful that is Nothing is so hard for the Lord. Nothing. Nothing is so hard for the Lord. Don't forget that. Nothing is so hard for the Lord. He can touch your enemy. He can change their hearts. He will make an exception for you. 
because he loves you because he values you because he sees something in you because when he looks at you he sees his own image and his likeliness and that's what i had for you today that was a short message from genesis chapter 46 get some time sit down read this meditate tell us what you learned from it we love to hear from you email us dailygrace with alan@yahoo.com or send us a direct message on twitter or instagram at dailygracewithalan the lord uses one message one word to send a thousand messages and i'll always tell you that Almighty loving God, I want to thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I want to thank you for always being there for us. May you send down your Holy Spirit to come and guide us, to come and be with us. We put all our plans and all our dreams into your hands, Father. That so many times we are scared of starting new chapters in our lives. But today you have showed us that you are there for us, that you are just next to us. And tell us not to be afraid. And from your holy word, Lord Jesus Christ, we take and proclaim that word that from today we are no longer scared of whatever thing that we're going to start, whatever journey that we're going to go through, because we know we're going to go through with you. We pull this believing and trusting in your mighty name, that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.